Welcome to Heard It on the Shark, North Mississippi's podcast for informed listeners with your show host, Melinda Marsalis. Heard It on the Shark is a weekly podcast that airs every Tuesday on the Shark 102.3 FM radio station based in Ripley, Mississippi. Melinda Marsalis interviews the movers and shakers in North Mississippi who are making things happen. By clicking subscribe, you'll hear from entrepreneurs, leaders of business, medicine, education, and the people behind the amazing things happening in North Mississippi. When people ask you, how did you know about that? You'll say, I heard it on the shark. Heard it on the shark is brought to you by Sunbear Studio. Sunbear Studio is a boutique recording studio in the heart of Ripley, Mississippi. When you record with us at Sunbear Studio, we can mix, master, register, and publish your music, your podcast, or your family story. Email us when you're ready at sunbear at jc.media. This program was recorded at Sunbear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Hey, Shark fans, it's Melinda with another episode of Herded on the Shark. And today in Sunbear Studio, I have back in the studio with me, Mr. Jason Martin. Now, a month ago, we talked with Jason and we talked about his role as the director of the Hunger Coalition. Today, we are going to be talking about a specific thing that he does with St. Luke Food Pantry in Lee County. Jason, thanks so much for coming to talk to me again today. Hey, thanks again, Melinda. Appreciate you guys having us out. Uh, It's so nice to be back with you and Uh, just to talk about more specifically one of our partner agencies and the work that I do there. Well, just jump right on into it. Tell me about St. Luke. So the St. Luke Food Pantry, you know, formed over 27 years ago in the closet of a church serving eight families a month and has grown exponentially since that time. And uh, you know, currently we're serving an average of 2,400 families a month. In 2022, we distributed 26,050 food boxes, which amounted to 1.2 million pounds of food and over 5,000 unique individual families. Okay, our food pantry, I thought was amazingly huge with its 500 families a month, but my goodness, 2,000. It's a massive project and it takes a lot of volunteers to make it happen. And the work that your food pantry is doing is just as important as ours. Just our volume is just higher because of the size of the community. That's the only difference. So do volunteers come in? Like I'll give you our experience. If you come in to volunteer, they make it real simple. They break it down in small little jobs. So like if you're a new All you do is fill up a box, and that tells you a list of what goes in the box, and you just put the box on the shelf real easy. Yep. Ours is a little bit different from that, and we kind of have, we basically have a couple of three different jobs, but one of the primary jobs we have is a cart pusher. It's just like going grocery shopping. We have shopping carts, and and we put boxes in there instead of bags, and we put the box in, and then there's a whole row of food that you go down, and every one of the food items has a number associated with it, and it says how many of those items go in it. You make the little turn at the end and that's where you get produce and you get frozen items and you get other fresh items and then you go back down the other side and you get some of the soft goods like rice and pasta and different things like that and then as you go out the last door you're faced with the big row of bread and we get to put fresh bread in at the very end and that goes right straight out and goes right into the client's car so we don't pre-pack because we don't have the space to pre-pack so we build all of our boxes on the fly and it takes about 30 volunteers every week to pull it off 
What are your hours? So we're distribution hours are on Thursdays from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Sometimes we have to shut down early because of the volume of clients that are in the parking lot, which is that happens sometimes and, and it's unfortunate. But we our volunteers have been there for a long time and we try to let them get out at 12 o'clock when the, when the time comes. The other thing it, that's important to know is when we have a fifth Thursday, we shut down for that week. It gives our volunteers a break and it helps us manage the duplication services as well. So it's kind of some of the things that we do that are a little bit different, but we're open basically every week of the year with exception of a few and we serve clients once a month and so that's how we do it. Okay so that's very similar to what we have once you have come and received food in say April Mm -hmm. you can't come back until that same time in May. Yeah well you can come back any time during the month but you can only come once a month yeah it's kind of the way we do it It doesn't have to be the same week. I see okay just as long as the month has changed. That's right. How do people receive your services what sort of thing do they need to bring in to prove the need? Okay so uh, we try to keep it as simple as we possibly can. First thing we ask is that are you a Lee County resident because that is our service area and that's where our donations come from to help support our organization. So if you're from outside of that service area we're going to provide you a food box that day but we're going to ask you to go to the food pantry that's in your community in your county the next time you have a need so that our resources and dollars that we're raising can support the people that they were intended to support but we don't want to send you away empty-handed so nobody goes away empty-handed the first time so we take care of everybody like that and you know and that's what we're doing do you find that people are real embarrassed the first time that they come and ask for help Sometimes people are, and it's, you know, it is a hard thing to do sometimes to be able to reach out and ask for help, but we don't want people to feel uncomfortable about it. We're not there to judge you. We're there to help provide a food to you and and make your family have a better day. And so there's no judgment from us, and we want you to know that we're there with open arms and want to serve you as the best we can. This interview is airing at the beginning of November, and of course, we all know that that the next few weeks are going to be crazy filled with activities and Thanksgiving activities and family gatherings and then Christmas. And it's just like a big two month party. So it's such a important time of year to think about making time to give back, give back time, give back money, help people in need. So can you first address how people can donate their time and then how people can donate their money because not everybody can go down and volunteer and do boxes. That's exactly right. Yes, I want to tell you the best way to do that is to go to our website, stlukefoodpantry.org. And on our website, there is a place to volunteer at the very bottom of the page. And it's super easy. You click on that, fill it out. It will submit it, and then we'll get back to you and tell you when and how to do that. The other thing I'll tell you is is that donations of money to us are more important than donations of canned goods. And although a canned food drive is very important, let's just assume for just a few moments that you were going to go to the grocery store and spend $25 to buy canned food for us. What we ask you to do is to give us that $25 and let us go and purchase the food because our buying power is much higher than yours is. We can turn that $25 into about 200 pounds of food. And if you were to go to the store and buy it, you might get 50 pounds of food out of that $25. So on our website, there's a place to donate. And you can set that up to be a monthly contribution. And at the end of the year, you've given $300 and you've made a tremendous difference in the lives of a lot of people who live in our community who have a need. If you're one of those that wants to give, there's multiple ways to give. You can give online, you can write a check, but you can also come and donate your your time and your, you know, your physical abilities as well. Say one more time when you're open, where you're located, and 
what people should bring if it's the first time that they are coming to ask for food during this time because if you are out there listening shark fans and you need help we want you to go to either this food pantry if you're a lee county resident or find the pantry in your county and go get some help it's basically the same rules all over wouldn't you say it is it's the same rules and so if First-time participants need to bring a photo ID and a proof of residency, a utility bill. It's a great way to do that, or a piece of mail. And then we're looking for names and date of births of the members of the household, and that helps us to calculate your service and whether or not you qualify for the program. Okay, where and what days okay. you're open? Yeah. We're located at 2653 South Easton Boulevard on the southwest corner of Easton and Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo. And we are open on Thursdays from 8 to 12. And we're there almost every Thursday of the year, unless it's the fifth Thursday and we're taking a break. If you're listening to this interview and you've heard some information and you, you didn't quite get it, remember that you can always find these podcasts at shark1023.com. Go to the podcast tab. They're always listed there. Uh, in the show notes, all of the information that Jason is saying will be found in the show notes. Jason, what would you say to people listening to you today, whether it be people that need help or people that need to give help? If you're needing assistance, don't let that fear of what somebody is going to think or say impact your family's, you know, ability to get food. If you're hungry, ask for help. Don't be afraid of it. Don't wait until there's nothing left either. That's the next thing I'll tell you because sometimes it takes a day or two for someone to get to the services they need. Oftentimes we get those phone calls that I'm completely out of food. And when you do that, you're hurting yourself by waiting so long. So let me encourage you that if you see you're going to run out of food, don't wait to the last second. Go ahead and start asking because sometimes it takes a few days to find some help. And then if you're looking, if you're out there and you're asking, hey, I really want to get more involved. How can I do that? Look, get on online that's the best way to do it you know you can go to the st luke food pantry website s uh, st luke food you can get on there and find out all the information you need i'd also say if you're looking for sort services you can find them on the hunger coalition's website as well i'll mention that again it's hunger coalition nems.org and there's a listing of pantries in your county on that website all right jason the work that you do is so important and i appreciate you so much thank you for coming over to tell us about it well thanks for having us again it's really an honor, and we look forward to coming back and talking about some more stuff in the, in the future. Okay, Shark fans, get out there. Get the help you need. Give the help you can. And that's it for this edition of Heard It on the Shark. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. to find out what's going on from local community leaders. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for an interview or for access to this interview, go to our website, shark1023.com, and click on the podcast tab. Keep it tuned to the Shark 1023, and have a great rest of the day. Thanks for tuning in to our daily programming. All of our programs are released as podcasts on the major podcast platforms where the information can be downloaded and shared for months. If your business or organization would like to take this unique opportunity to sponsor a show that not only is broadcast as a radio program, but also a podcast, give the Shark 1023 headquarters a call at 662-837-1023. Imagine your commercial in this space every week. Give us a call. This show is made possible by JC Media LLC in Ripley, Mississippi. 
JC Media owns the Shark 102.3 Classic Rock FM radio station where the show is hosted and Sunbear Recording Studio where the interviews are recorded. We need your feedback and support. If you listen to the podcast on a player like iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. We also have an email in which you can share your feedback. That email is theshark1023 at gmail.com. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite app or stream episodes online at shark1023.com front slash podcast. Today's episode was produced by Melinda Marsalis. It was edited by Rick Williams and engineered by Chris Marsalis. The podcast technician is Joyce Grady.